This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. We're back on Real Presence Live. My name is Father Tim Smith. And I'm Chris Euler. And we're joining you uh, from Holy Cross Catholic Church in Ipswich, South Dakota, uh, broadcasting all over the Real Presence radio listening family in the Upper Midwest. And uh, we're just uh, here recognizing that the Lord is Lord of all, and most especially He's watching over us. Um, just have uh, letting you know that we have a quick programming note beginning Monday morning during the first part of Real Presence Live from 9 to 9.30 Central. We'll be broadcasting daily Mass celebrated by one of our local priests live on the radio and via Facebook Live. And more details to come. And also, Real Presence Radio is bringing you extra broadcasts of the Mass beginning Sunday at 10.30 Central, along with the EWTN Daily Mass Monday through Friday, following the chaplet at 3 p.m. And of course, more opportunities to um, just uh, pray, uh, unite yourself to the Lord during this time that we're not able to gather together as a church and publicly celebrate the sacraments um, in, in a communal setting. Uh, although I think most most dioceses in our area are still making provisions for priests to be able to uh, celebrate the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Um, I'm doing a baptism on Sunday for a family of less than 10 people in <laughs> one of my parishes. Um, I'm currently working with a family um, to do some funeral arrangements in the coming week um, to pray for a departed loved one, and we'll, we'll prudently make decisions to do that. And so, uh, and I'm sure that's the same for many of my brother priests, all in our Real Presence Radio listening family, is that we're still one church, we're still united in faith, and we're still um, praying these great prayers that have been given to us. And mm-hmm. so um, even if you're not able to publicly attend the, the celebration of the sacrifice of the Mass, just know that you are being prayed for. I'm confident your parish priest is still celebrating those sacraments, and those prayers are efficacious. They're powerful. They do something. They protect our community. A beautiful uh, one of our great priests, uh, Father Craig Timmerman in, in the Diocese of New Ulm, who's been on Real Presence Radio in the past, I, I found out in one of his parishes they did a, a Eucharistic procession around the, the perimeter of the city that he was a, a pastor of, and then they were able to take blessed salt in some of the church's sacramentals and, and uh, you know say certain prayers of deliverance to protect their community. And I'm, I know many of our priests are doing similar actions of piety just to protect us during this time. And, and just rest assured, I know myself, I've already prayed uh, Mass for the sick several times, which is a votive Mass, um, and I, I will continue to pray that more frequently as I pray for deliverance and for all those people who are suffering around the world. Absolutely. And what a like, unique Lent we've had, guys. I, I've seen like a couple of memes that were like uh, kind of funny, but uh, some guy saying, I didn't, want, I didn't expect to give up this much for Lent. Yeah. Right? So we truly are like in the desert uniting ourselves with Jesus in maybe new and weird temptations. It's really interesting, you know, and, I mean, God's going to work through it all. I mean, if he survived 40 days in the desert, being tempted directly by the devil, we can survive this time of quarantine, of lack of reception of the Eucharist. We're going to be good, bros. And, uh, being disappointed, perhaps, in, uh, suspension of sporting events, you know, that's a a big component of many people's lives, you know, particularly March, you know, NCAA tournament and things like that. And uh, th- that can really 
be a cause for some people to be despondent or disappointed. Um, but what an opportunity to recognize what are my attachments? What are the mm. things in my life that I have to forego now for the common good? And maybe this is an opportunity for conversion for us to uh, return back to regular frequent practice of the faith and assess our lives and recognize the things that God wants us um, to receive. Chris, you asked me just at the end of our last segment about making a spiritual communion and uh, not have not been really prepared to answer that question because just in the last 48 hours, I'm just accustomed to celebrating Mass for people everywhere. <laughs> um, and usually spiritual communion is just something for our homebound people who watch daily Mass on EWTN, but that's become a real reality now for all of our listeners as we are now under this time of suspension of public worship. Um, there's some great resources most dioceses make available um, in answering that question, well, what do I do when I can't make it to Mass, and how do I perform a spiritual communion, or, or what does that mean? What's, mm -hmm. what's, that, what's going on there? And so as dioceses all across the country have temporarily uh, suspended and canceled Sunday and daily Mass, um, you know, they want to encourage us that we would continue to stay true to our faith when we're unable to receive the sacrament of the Holy Eucharist. And the Church says that a person can make a spiritual communion. But what do you do? How do you do that? There are many ways to take a pause throughout the day and unite with the Lord uh, in just praying and asking that he would be with you and strengthen you even when you're not able to receive the sacrament of Holy Communion. And here's some ideas of what you can do when you're alone or with family. And so there's a broadcast on every Sunday Mass that you can tune in. And most, most local churches have their own bishop celebrating the Sunday Mass so they can log in. And then when it comes time, uh, you can make the profession of faith. So you can say, I believe in God the Father, Almighty Creator of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ is the only Son of our Lord. Make that profession of faith. Maybe take the time to read the readings from the Mass, and those are easily accessible um, online, through the Bishop's website, um, also through so many means now today. I know Magnificat, one of the popular daily missiles, has made their resource available free digitally so people can access that from their devices. And then pray the... Pray the Lord's Prayer. Pray the Our Father the same way that you would at Sunday Mass. Do that when you gather together as a family. Gather together if you're not watching a televised Mass. Maybe have the readings. Take your time. Maybe that'll be a good family activity. Divvy up who's going to be your lector for, 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 <laughs> for gathering. And do it for daily Mass. Families who are at home, you know, take that opportunity. Pray the Lord's Prayer together. And then you can say a beautiful prayer of spiritual communion. And together you might want to print this out and give every one of the family members this. And I bet after a length of time you all might have this memorized where you won't even have to read the prayer anymore. And a beautiful prayer of spiritual communion is, My Jesus, I believe that you are in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart, as though you have already come. I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. And that beautiful prayer of spiritual communion, you can easily access that by just a, a cursory Google search. You can find it on the EWTN website, your diocesan website. The Diocese of Fargo provided a resource, but I know others are doing so as well. And just offering that prayer, recognizing that the sacramental presence, the sacraments are the visible signs that Jesus himself has given us that confer actual grace into our souls. 
but although in areas where you're not able to receive these particular sacraments, uh, particularly the sacrament of the Eucharist, you can make that spiritual communion. We know that God is God. He can do all things. He can affect grace outside of the sacraments. The thing about sacramental grace is we know they work ex opere operato. The, the sacraments always confer grace. Mm-hmm. But us as recipients, we can tune ourselves to be greater receivers of God's grace, both in the sacraments, but even by making a thing like a spiritual communion. So, Chris, what do you think about you you and your family? What are you guys going to do during this time? Yeah, so about Sunday, of course, we'll, we'll find a live stream of a Sunday Mass, uh, watch it, um, and, of course, just pray together and be together. But uh, something my wife and I... Uh, have done intentionally is uh, like last night we were reading. We took time to read together. We prayed together every night. Mm-hmm. We, uh, my wife found this. It's awesome. If you have a chance to look it up, it's the, it's the stations of the cross, but it's uh, the blessed Virgin. So it's through the eyes of Mary and it's absolutely beautiful. And so we've prayed that um, as she watches her son suffer in the station of the cross and relating it to what's going on in our world as she watches her sons and daughters and Jesus watches his, his brothers and sisters uh, on earth struggling and suffering. And so we're offering that up. And, um, you know, we both have our own uh, daily prayer routines where we, we have to take it uh, on our own accord to grow closer. But as we pray together um, and take that initiative to do so, we have found more peace, more comfort, um, that even Blaze, uh, he's 11 months old, and uh, we keep, we're close, but when we pray, too, we've even taught him to to, to fold his hands, and he, he, it sounds like he says amen, he just, he goes, hey, <laughs> and so it's really funny, and so we're just definitely trying our best to, A, keep ourselves in tune with the Holy Spirit uh, through our own personal prayer, and taking time to do it, even though... It's a little abnormal. Like, my wife is not used to having me around all day, every day, except for weekends. Uh, but then praying together, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I might drive her a little crazy, but it is what it is. But, uh, no, taking that time intentionally, you know, read the readings together, uh, pray the Stations of the Cross, pray a rosary together. I know at 3 o'clock today, uh, Central Time, which is 9 p.m., uh, time in Rome, Pope Francis asked the faithful to join him in praying a rosary. So at 3 o'clock today, we have it on our calendars uh, to pray a rosary in union with the whole world by the call of Pope Francis. And so we're going to do that and um, just really be intentional and deliberate about what we do. Well, that's great. You're making your family holy and the holy family and on this day, as we celebrate the Solemnity of St. Joseph, St. Joseph is going to guide you Amen. as the spiritual leader of your household, God for your like. wife and your son, and all our families who are listening, that God will, will be with us. And up next, we're going to be talking about the silent saint, but uh, St. Joseph's importance shouldn't be downplayed, and, f- and we want to make sure we follow and join with Bishop John Quinn of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, in praying a rosary for all those who have been affected by the novel coronavirus. Stay tuned right here on Real Presence Live as we continue our day of prayer and rejoicing in St. Joseph. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 